Welcome, everyone. I'm Tyler Norskud. I'm the Director of Media Relations at Southwestern, and my co-host is Michael Despo. He's our Director of Career Services at SCC, and he'll offer some broad insights into the employment climate in our region. We'll also be joined by a couple of guests who'll be talking today about some of our essential career opportunities that are available in our service area in the field of engineering and science. First though, just a few quick reminders for those of you who are joining us live, please keep your microphones muted and type any questions you might have for our guests into the chat in the upper right section of your screen. We'll get to a few of those here in a little while. Today, we're gonna talk, oh, I wanna remind you by the way, we are also recording today's conversation, just wanna make everybody aware. Today, we're gonna to talk about essential careers and trends for science, engineering, and technology-based industries, what we call STEM these days, specifically mechatronics and electrical engineering. Joining us today to talk about some of the excellent opportunities available in our service area are Jim Falbo, who is the Mechatronics and Electronics Engineering Technology Program Coordinator at SCC. We also are very blessed to have Lisa Leatherman, who is the Nantahala Area District Manager for Duke Energy Carolinas. Welcome to both of you and thanks again to everyone who's here and listening to us on the podcast. Mike, can you start off by talking about some of the partnerships that Southwestern and Career Services have with STEM employers in our region? What sort of opportunities are out there for our graduates? Well, it's my real pleasure. And I mean, we're, we're going to meet with one of them here today. Uh, Lisa Leatherman and Duke Energy has been a strong partner for SCC for just as, certainly longer than I've been here. Um, so this is our, gosh, Tyler, it's our eighth week of this. And we've looked at so many essential areas. Uh, we, we started off with just defining the word essential, thinking about jobs that our students and our, our general public need to be successful. And especially during this tough time, sort of the moving target, we've, we've studied, you know, hospitality and tourism and nonprofit and uh, just a whole range of other things. And now here today, we're here to talk about STEM, as you say, and energy. And, and really, I cannot think of any more essential um, you know, along with healthcare and some of the other things we've looked at, but what's more essential than the, the lights we turn on in the morning that run our internet so that we can run shows like this and so that we can study and prepare for jobs uh, and, and function as a society. And so, um, you know, obviously Duke offers, uh, you know, a, um, really one of the strongest areas of employment and energy in our whole greater region. So we're going to hear about that. And then STEM, uh, we've we, we've known for a long time that STEM is an emerging uh, like major push for universities and colleges uh, to to prepare students to enter these professions. But what are they? Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Um, so here today we're gonna we're gonna talk with Jim Falbo about a very applied uh, and very marketable area of STEM that we train students in, and they're very successful across really a broad range of sectors with that and uh, about partnerships you know we we bring those students and, and employers like Duke together at job fairs they will post in our job board and one of the most important things across just about every sector of employment is experience there's education 
skills and experience. And I think I'd, I'd like to us to also hear a little bit more about how some of uh, Jim's students have gained experience working with Duke. I think we've got some interns there. We have uh, pretty frequently. So I'm going to yield the rest of my time to these just important colleagues and partners. And I'm really excited that y'all are here today with us. Thanks, thanks for that intro there, Mike. And Jim, thanks again for being here. I'll tell everybody, Jim's got this great lab out in Swain County. I mean, if you're into robots, and even if you aren't, it's just the most fascinating, cool place with all kinds of gizmos and lights and buttons. And uh, so if you're into science at all, I encourage you to check it out because I think you'll find a home out there at his program. But he runs our mechatronics and robotics program, as I mentioned. Jim, can you tell us about the different fields your students and graduates are prepared for and what kinds of opportunities are out there for them in Western North Carolina and far beyond? I mean, I know you've got them all over the country. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for having me today. Uh, well, I'd like to first clarify what is mechatronics. That's a common question. Uh, a lot of times when I use the quick definition robots and, and automated systems, uh, a lot of people think of the Hollywood robot and they immediately say, well, there's no jobs around here for that. But automated systems we touch every day in a lot of ways. And one good example I can give you, and these examples that I'll give are very much uh, areas that we're qualified to work in. Uh, when you stop at a stoplight, when you're staring at that red light, think about how is that light coordinated with the other lights on the pole? and the other lights in the other direction and the sensors in the ground that see the vehicles and the push buttons for the crosswalk and, oh, and the train track system right next to me and the other intersections so emergency vehicles can get through when they need. Though that's a full-blown automated system, whether you're in uh, Bryson City or in the middle of Chicago, those are our automated systems that we touch every day. Uh, another example I'll give is uh, the, the uh, utility industry. Uh, I was in the utility industry for 14 years before I started teaching. And I can confidently say that there is a whole host of automated systems to regulate and uh, make sure that we have safe and reliable power. Uh, so how can you see up-to-date information on those opportunities? The best way you could do that is go to indeed.com, the job site, and search PLC technician. Don't use the phrase mechatronics. That's not really the best search phrase. And I recommend a hundred square mile radius from your desired zip code. You're gonna get a really good snapshot of, uh, of the opportunities that you have. And I just did this yesterday for Silva and I saw 118 jobs uh, that we would qualify for. So, um, you know, that's surprising with this environment that those opportunities are, are so good. It, that is interesting. That, and like you said, I mean, in a time when one in five Americans have lost their job uh, due to what's going on with COVID, that is very impressive that the field has that many opportunities currently. Just think about when times are good, what that number are gonna be like. One thing I really admire about you, Jim, is you are a problem solver. You're a troubleshooter. Uh, I've worked with you on projects before, and you you find solutions to things that that to me look like I don't know how we're going to do this. You recently had uh, just like all of our faculty or most of our faculty, you were presented with a pretty big challenge when COVID struck, and 
we were talking about before we came on the show, but how do you replicate that amazing lab you have when you have to send everybody home? I wanted to ask you, how did COVID-19 impact your students? And uh, also, have you noticed any changes? I guess we kind of covered that a little bit, but in your field in terms of job opportunities. Yeah, um, well, as far as uh, my program and giving them the best education that I could provide, that uh, obviously COVID had a negative impact on that. Uh, I'm dealing with tactile learners and, and these are people that have to touch to learn. And if you're that kind of learner, you know, this might definitely be field to look at. Uh, with transitioning a lot of material online, that was definitely a negative impact. Um, what I can tell you for industry, and it, it saddens me to even say that, that's increased opportunity for us with this crisis. Uh, when companies look at replacing people with machines, one of the factors they look at is what's the public response going to be to that decision? Is that going to hurt us more than the profits we gain from making that decision? That equation has changed completely because now industry is looking at how can we take human touch out of the supply chain as much as possible? And that's both now an opportunity for more profit and, and good uh, public response to that decision. And another one is uh, obviously, you know, as a country, we're going to be producing more healthcare equipment, medicine, PPE here. That increase in manufacturing is also going to play a role in, uh, in our opportunities. Very good. Uh, one other thing I should I want to mention before we move on to Lisa, that just to brag on Jim for a moment, but one thing he noticed a few years ago was that some of our law enforcement departments around here needed some SWAT robots, and his students for years now have been producing those, just just making these uh, these robots that can go in and, and keep our law enforcement officers safe. So thanks for all you do and the the opportunities you provide our students. Turning now to Lisa Leatherman first. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks for being here. And I want to take a moment to thank you and uh, Duke Energy in general for all your support through the years of SCC and our students. I know I've taken your picture many times for donations and gifts you make to our SCC Foundation. So first, thank you for that support. Uh, thank you for, I know that you help us by, you know, you hire our graduates and um, we're, we're so thankful for those relationships. So. Welcome and thank you. You oversee the entire service area uh, in, of our service area. You have offices in Cherokee, Franklin, Robbinsville, and more. What kind of opportunities are you hiring for like right now? And what has been your experience hiring students and graduates from SCC in the past? Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate that introduction and echo your sentiments. Duke Energy certainly appreciates the working relationship that we have with Southwestern Community College and the impact that Southwestern Community College has on our region, so thank you. Um, it is interesting times for Duke right now, and due to COVID-19, Duke has um, limited hiring of external candidates. But to give you a little bit of understanding of the job opportunities in my footprint, and again, just to define that for our local residents would be west of Balsam. So I have all of the counties west of um, Haywood County. But job opportunities that are here in the Nantahala area include um, line workers, line technicians or linemen, engineers, scheduling specialists, work management 
specialist storeroom personnel, vegetation management, lake services representative, environmental health and safety, and meter technicians. And so lots of opportunity here. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, you know, Duke is a very large corporation with a diverse workforce. We have from accountants to, I wish I could think of a cute little T or Z technician type job and the gamut in between, including CEOs, but um, specific to our region and working with SCC, we look to um, have five programs relative to Duke Energy's employment here in the Nantahala area. Those would be industrial systems and technology, electrical systems and technology, electric power production technology, electric engineering technology, electrical mechanical engineering technology, and megatronics that Jim has covered so thoroughly. And um, I'm glad to say that currently we have employed at Duke Energy here in the Nantahala area, um, five Southwestern Community College graduates. Um, and four of those graduates are working in the distribution engineering side of our business. And that's where we work with customers to deliver the overhead and underground lines that power your homes, also businesses and other. And then we have one individual who works in our hydro generation department. And so he's more on the mechanical side, but certainly appreciative of um, the working relationships we have and the opportunities that we provide. Thank you, Lisa. And uh, just listening to all those different um, job opportunities that you offer there, I think that's probably interesting for most of us, especially me, don't even realize um, just how vast and wide um, you know, Duke Energy is that has those different kinds of opportunities. Are there any trends or changes that you're expecting or noticing for Duke Energy in the coming year? And what can job seekers expect for your field, do you think? And it's, it's hard to predict, right, right now, but through the rest of 2020. That's a great question, Tyler, and it is difficult to predict. Um, as I stated earlier, the current pandemic or COVID-19 has due limiting hiring external candidates. And part of the focus on that is safety is a core value at Duke Energy. And so the pandemic has limited our ability to onboard new employees. And um, I would also be remiss to say that there's not the potential um, financial impact to Duke. So, you know, be, being financially prudent is important. And it's hard to predict really what to expect in 2020. You no know, current trends with COVID-19 are concerning to say the least. And um, that may force Duke to extend the time frame during which we hire externally, putting a little bit of a limited hiring time. That makes sense. Do you, you know, we, we set up this podcast, uh, this digital series, largely to try and help people because we know a lot of folks have lost their jobs and we know some of them are listening today. As you speak to them, do you have any advice for folks who are looking to go into fields like electrical engineering? And what kind of qualities are you looking for from applicants? That is a, a great question again, Tyler. Thank you for the opportunity to address that. Um, I would say the best way to look at career opportunities at Duke is to go to Duke Energy and Careers. And we have six major career paths that are identified on that website. And those would be customer service, line workers, military, 
craft, corporate, and then also students. So I'd like to take a moment to talk specifically about student opportunity um, with Duke and how that works. Um, Duke does provide both intern and co-op opportunities. And we are certainly appreciative of the um, partnership we have with Southwestern Community College. As Mike said earlier, we have had interns working locally. Most of those have been in our hydro operation side or the power generation side of our business. But for students, what Duke is looking for is you need to be 18 years or older. You must have a driver license. You must be a high school graduate. And you must maintain um, at least a seven, I mean, 2.75 or higher GPA. And you must be enrolled in a two-year uh, Associates of Applied Science degree curr curriculum. And you have uh, also need to have completed one year of that curriculum. But one can go on the site. The work-study programs that I just mentioned, available for students, are posted um, each year from November through January. The students are then tested, interviewed, and hired during the February to April timeframe with a start date generally in June. So again, students can go to the Duke Energy Careers website, get additional information on that. And for everyone listening, listening you can also just sign up for job alerts, um, whether you're a student or not and interested in employment with Duke Energy. Thanks, Lisa. Uh, before we close out for the day, I wanna give each of our guests a few extra seconds here to just Say whatever you'd like to mention here, whatever, maybe there's something we didn't get to cover or something that has come to mind over the course of our conversation. And I'd like to start with Jim, if you don't mind, just give us some closing thoughts and anything else that's on your mind. Uh, I could just uh, tell anybody listening, if you're interested in mechatronics, it sounds like something you'd like to investigate. Uh, you can get information on the SEC's uh, website, just search mechatronics and uh, there's a lot of info on there. I have a list of students where they've gone to work, uh, their, their salary ranges. It gives you a really good idea of uh, where are they now kind of a, a list. And I wanna thank Lisa for the opportunity she's given the students. Uh, I know that they had uh, several of, of the graduates lined up to interview and this whole crisis uh, put, the, put the hold on that. So. Uh, we just want to thank uh, Duke Energy for that. Thanks, Jim. And uh, Lisa, uh, turn now to you just for any, any closing thoughts, something we didn't get to cover, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, thank you, Tyler. I would say I was remiss. I focused really on our area, but just as a bit of a general overview for Duke Energy, Duke Energy employs over 30,000 employees. Uh, we have a presence in seven states. We serve uh, 7.5 million customers, electrical customers. We also have a gas part of our business where we serve 1.6 million customers. And we have been in this business, electrical business, power delivery business for over 150 years. And again, I would just echo, I appreciate the partnership that we have in place between Duke Energy and Southwestern Community College. And um, if I can ever be of any of assistance, please let me know. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us today, Lisa. Mike, I want to give you another opportunity to, to touch on this subject as well and anything else 
going on with the employment climate in our region. I mean, to me, if if I was a person who recently lost my job, I would want to hear what you have to say. So lay it on us. Oh, thank you, Tyler. And I'm I'm just going to wrap some things up with an both an invitation and an expression of gratitude. And first of all, I want to invite any of our listeners, certainly all of our students, prospective students, and general public to take advantage of our services. And the way to best do that is to go to Southwestern Community College's website and write career services in on that search bar. And it'll take you straight to the career services website. And from there, you can do a lot of things and take advantage of a lot of technology and resources. First of all, you'll see Career Coach. And that Career Coach is an interactive tool where you can actually take a career assessment and see if STEM fields like gyms, mechatronics come up high on your personal interest results. You may see that you're maybe some healthcare opportunities or some business is more in your line of, 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 of interest profile, but it's a great tool and you can look up salary information and you can uh, get a lot of information about yourself. And then <laughs> you can also get help looking at those results. Um, uh, Jody Waldrop, our career counselor and myself are, uh, will stand by to help you uh, sort of interpret those results. Or if you have some idea about a program at Southwestern, we'd be glad to, to look hard at that with you. And, and through career counseling, we can often help people come up with, a, you know, have access the kind of information they need to make informed choices and then to identify pathways forward into any of these careers that we've heard about today. And that's part of what we do. It's an important part. The other part of what we do uh, in career services is help people uh, leverage these programs, opportunities, and their own skills and experience to get jobs. And so you'll see there our SCC job board. I just posted four jobs this morning. Um, if a job is there, and by the way, the job board is open to the general public as well as our students and our alumni. And if uh, if a job's there, it's because somebody in one of these many areas of employment or local uh, cared enough about SCC graduates and students that they posted it for you. So it's a really important resource uh, to take advantage of. We've got another you know range of other things there. Jim mentioned uh, Indeed searches. Uh, we also have a landing page for LinkedIn, which will show you where SCC alumni are employed, uh, whether that's at Duke Energy or in uh, another uh, STEM area or field or anywhere else. And, and actually, you can search jobs that way, too. And it, it includes Indeed and some other resources. Um, and we also help uh, just feel free to contact us for help with resumes or cover letters or applications of any kind. Uh, that's what we do. We'll roll our sleeves up and, and help any applicant. Um, and so you can contact Jody or myself through the contact us section of the uh, of Southwestern Community College's career services website. So that's where you find us there. And then last, um, the last invitation I'll say is follow us on LinkedIn and follow us on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. We've got a strong social media presence and we push a lot of these opportunities out there too. And finally, come to any of our career fairs and meet employers like Duke who will, you know, be at those, those hiring events. The last one was virtual on April 24th. I'm going to finish up with a thank you to our partners. Thanks so much, Jim. Thank you very much, Lisa. Um, 
Career Services really is effective at what it does by partnering with employers and with faculty to help students. So kind of uh, the, that critical nexus in the middle. Couldn't do anything without you. So a lot of fun working with you and, and it's very gratifying to see these opportunities and experiences for our students. So. Thanks, Mike. And I want to just kind of echo what you've been saying and what we've talked about today. I think uh, anybody who's listening, I'm hoping the theme comes across about how we are so we have such great partnerships with uh, employers in our region and all these different fields. I mean, today we talked with Lisa, but um, we work closely with our students, as Mike was just uh, kind of touching on all the way from the time you show up until even after you graduate, helping you find jobs and get you secured into some field that you will enjoy and find a fulfilling career. And I also want to echo what Jim was saying. Please go to our website, check out his program, Mechatronics. It's uh, it's maybe a word you may not have heard in the past, but robotics, and you'll be familiar with what he's doing out there. And it's uh, it's a great field with, with a lot of opportunities we've touched on today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Be sure to catch us this same time every Friday or just check us out on Spotify uh, or your podcast provider if we put up new uh, episodes every week. Thanks again for being here and have a great weekend.